Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movie, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgrace Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings! Also with us is our new friend, our reprogrammed floating interrogator droid uh, AZ-00, ooh, also uh, called Azu. Azu, float on over here and tell me, how are you liking the podcast business so far? Oh, uh, you know, uh, not so much. Uh, I don't see the point of it, really, but, you, you know, you do you. Uh, uh, do, do you like our show, at least, the show that you're you're a part of? You're on? The yeah. one that you're on right now? Uh, of, of, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, of all the pods I've put in my, my databanks, it's the one that I like the least, really. Oh, you wow. Know, I, I don't see what the big deal is. I guess really? you're not going to mention that statue or the jar you found in the North Wing or that time yesterday when you passed out and your eyes glowed. That's fine. I'll just keep it a what? secret, you know. Uh, no, no, he does, he's not going to tell you these things, but, uh, you know, he saddled me with glorious purpose. So wait, 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 wait. Are you just floating no. around seeing all this? What is going on? Uh, what like, are you no, doing? You know, ultimately it comes down to, you know, you do you, you know. You, you do, do what yeah, you but do. What you. do you do? Our, our droids are supposed to serve the podcast. What do you not do? Not serve, but be yeah. a part of the podcast. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, you know. yes, yeah. Be a part of the podcast. No, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I was, <laughs> I was on. in. I had a little mishap in the Northern Wings. Some hey, mysteries going jar? on there again. It, look, it, he shouldn't have said that. He were not supposed. He was not supposed to say that. But it's a good thing he was there and he helped me out. And look, there's nothing to worry about. This certainly isn't going <laughs> to turn into a season long oh, meta arc. It's good. not. Okay? Good. It doesn't so, sound like it is. At no, all. So, it doesn't so, sound complicated. But but thank you. For uh, for doing for telling them, which I expressly told you not to do, Azu. Oh, you know, no problem. You know, in the future, you know, just you know, live life. You know, speak your truth. You do you. You know, be true to yourself. You know, just do I, what you do. Azu, are you okay? Oh yeah. Wait, yeah, I, have, yeah. I, have a, I have a question. Uh, has, has anybody removed like interrogator droids have like a lot of like bad stuff, like needles and like flesh rippers and stuff? That's like, a very good yeah. question. Have we removed Matt. his things? I well, mean, I mean, I'm sorry, Azu. Have we removed his uh, like flesh grater? You well, know? I can I can answer this. First off, <laughs> there's a lot. What you just said was, and I'm not going to take it personally, you know, because you do you. But, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. But, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I don't know who you're talking about flesh grater and all that. No needles? Yeah, we do have needles. I've okay. had them all taken. I had my needle taken out before. This one found me. Okay. Instead, I have a prod over here. I have a can opener. I had a lot of important stuff. So there's a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. And I expect it from you, but not from a droids rights activist. But, you know, <laughs> I, mean, um, I don't think she I, said no, anything. No, yeah. I appreciate that you asked how I was. I do appreciate that. And, you know, I'm just doing what I'm doing. You know, yeah. I'm li living, my, living my mechanical life. And in terms of the rest of you, you know, uh, uh, you, you, you know, you do you. You, you do know? you. Yeah. You do. Thanks, right. Az. Yeah. Um, that's more than enough from you. So if you could just float away, please. And we will talk later. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Oh, man. The really? droid's getting worse all the time. All right, we are recording on May 10th, 2021, and we have a new episode of Star Wars, The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. To discuss, but before that, let's throw it to Caitlin Mithrandir Bush for some news on the march. News on the march. Why, thank you, Brian. 
Today, gentlemen, we are going to talk about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the pictures online. This was announced last week for May the 4th. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we're a little bit behind, but we have been learning slowly more over the week. So to for a base for anyone who doesn't know, this is a new hotel slash resort that is coming to the Epcot Resort area in Orlando, Florida for Disney Worlds. And it is going to be a Star Wars based hotel and experience extravaganza it sounds like i don't this is like a theme park within a hotel yeah it's a storytelling experience yeah and then sometimes you sleep yes yeah Yeah. on on pimp my theme park they're like we're putting a theme park in your theme park that's really what and like so uh if you've also seen videos of Lucasfilm's new quote-unquote real lightsaber. And I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people have seen this video of the in-park actress who plays Rey starting up this lightsaber. Light. Darkness. A balance. Wildly realistic. And like it yeah. is actually activating and there's something coming out of a core rather than a rod that is lighting up. Can we please talk yeah. about this? Like, what do we think this is? Like, is this like something that's expanding and, and, and yeah. extracting? Like, what's happening here? This has been in the works. From what I understand, if it's the same thing, it's been in the works for a while, right? Mm-hmm. It's a patent. It's a patent they filed a while ago. Exactly. Yeah. I think some like uh, s- several years ago. Yeah, it's like you know, Matt. Those uh, those things at the ballpark that you get and that you go like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like they that. slide out. You it's, know, it's like a really expensive version of that. I don't know how science works. <laughs> it just yeah. looks like some kind of mechanical so, prod that's pushing up a like a, a fabric and it's glowing mm. and it looks awesome. That's what I'm trying to wrap I, my head around what it the, is. I don't think you can like fight with it. But Caitlin, yeah. the big thing here is everyone's like, "Oh my god, I'm going to buy I'm one. Gonna I buy can't and wait." Can and guys, uh, that's you just it. Can't. It's only for the the trained professionals at Walt Disney World. So it's, it's part of the experience. So I'm sure you know you're going to see shows. You're going to the thing is is that you you get in a shuttle pod and it transports you to this galactic star cruiser it's a whole experience and then there's shows there's a a corellia based supposedly dinner area with uh with the performers and you should like that matt you're always talking about wanting to rip the hunk of the meat right off the crate oh oh, you're telling me no 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 i want to go to a buffet and i really want like a story behind the waffles i want i want to have a waffle (laughs) and i want to know what planet these waffles came from how they were brought there you don't have to travel anywhere to get that just come over to my house and I'll <laughs> well do that's that yeah it's a different type but of vacation I'll tell you, and you already <laughs> love epcot as your favorite amusement park in the world already i love epcot come on you, you love best. you love figment <laughs> figment uh, whatever's in that ball i love it you know i yeah. think it was a mars ride or something might be dating myself w- whatever's in that <laughs> ball <laughs> <laughs> of, you know, oh, I don't know. That, that Epcot's the one with the big ball. Whatever's yeah, in that the ball. ball. Yeah, yeah, whatever. No, it's I like mean, it was Spaceship Earth. Isn't that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah. correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, speaking of experiences, you know, there, there you will apparently be able to train in the quote-unquote ancient ways of the lightsaber, or, uh, learn about the Star Cruiser, which is the Halcyon, by the yep. way, uh, yeah. and jump on a transport to the planet Batu to further your adventures inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which, is, of course, means getting on a, a bus and going to <laughs> Star Wars yeah. Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World. <laughs> Maybe they'll spruce it up a little right, bit. So like it's going like, to be a, a oh, fancy It'll be bus. like, keep your hands inside the space bus. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a way to do it cool, though, because like in Wizarding World, to transfer to parks, it's you're on the train and they make it an experience. Because yeah. so, that's what the, – the, we've known that a, a, a spaceship hotel – was going to be added to Galaxy's Edge for a while. It was yeah. obviously delayed because of naming reasons. The, um, the, the world. Yeah, because, you know, the real world being the great worse panini. Than, than the fake one. The panini. The panini. The, the panini that nobody <laughs> wanted to eat. Yeah. yeah. So it was coming, and we know this. 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 We know, we, we, we know that the thing was coming. We know this. But what strikes me as weird is that we didn't know that it was going to, I thought it was just going to be plopped down right next to Galaxy's Edge. No, it's it's all the way over in Epcot. Yep. Wow. And 
And it's the thing is, it's not just a hotel. It, it's a two day experience. And it sounds like it's interactive whether you want that or not. Okay, well, question here now. Question here. It, does okay. the hotel have windows? So you're, are you're in the hotel for two days and you can't look you can, out? The there's window? windows. And then I also know that there's star ports. Yeah. Quote, like, as okay. well. It's probably um, a lot of screens. Yeah, yeah a lot of so, screens. Yeah. So a lot of screens that look like windows, and I don't know if there are actual windows. Our details are very limited at this moment mm. because this won't come live until 2022. Okay. So we got at least we got over a year, and even <laughs> then, we won't know until someone actually steps foot inside yeah. of this thing. You're not, and, and in case it's like, oh, 2022 is my year. It's like you're not getting in this. You're thing not in 2022. going. Anywhere. Oh, well, that's good though, because I, I got, <laughs> I need some time to prepare. I feel, I feel like I'm going to take this thing too seriously. How, I have yes, to be. Oh, yeah. How do I have to remind oh, myself that's not real? Once again, yeah. it's going to be like me playing laser tag, where they're like, "Sir, this is for kids. Can you can you calm down, please? Sir, this is a Chili's. Sir, put down the waffles. This is these are kids. This is for the kids." No, you're right, Matt, and that it, it's gonna the reservations for this thing are gonna fill up faster than Lion King tickets when those go back on sale. I mean, you're not gonna be able to get on this yeah. for at least five years. I imagine, and I imagine they're going to be a pre- only money, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. no no uh, trades or anything like that. It's it's gonna be expensive, and all, all I know, if maybe at that point it'll be a little easier to get on Rise of the Resistance. If that's any consolation. We're, we're, we're yo, about five to eight years behind the trends mm, at yeah. all times. And I'm yeah. comfortable with that. <laughs> that's totally yeah. fine with me. I'm comfortable yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I only got on Rise of the Resistance because of, you know, some some mad luck and my father being being wily and everything else. <laughs> but it looks like because I it looks like just to put a close on this, Caitlin, would you agree that even though the lightsaber thing, the real life lightsaber is cool? It's theoretically, I thought, well, that's going to change how you the build your own lightsaber experience with Savvy's workshop and everything at Galaxy's Edge. It's not really going to change that for the time being. If no. you want a lightsaber there, you still go and buy those. They ain't going to be selling these. Yeah. No. And, uh, you know, you'll you'll walk around this fancy Star Cruiser hotel and the Ray cosplayer to the max will be there with her fancy real quote-unquote lightsaber and it'll be great it'll be yeah, so much fun, be awesome. fun That's for the want. whole family yeah it's like it's like jurassic park but the dinosaurs are lightsabers yes, you know it's like yeah, yeah there you go exactly <laughs> got like, it yeah yeah galaxy's edge breaks down the jedi don't <laughs> cut down the tourists and or do they that, don't do that don't do that and on that note uh yeah with that uh we're gonna we're gonna go into uh anakin killing kids no not really um with that, we're going to master Skywalker. There's too many T-Rexes. What, what are we going to do? do? Funny you should ask. First, I'm going to kill the T-Rex. Then I'm going to kill you. And then Padme Amidala is going to be looking a way. for love. Oh, <laughs> life finds a way to get in the way of Padme's love life. This summer. Going off the rails. Okay. <laughs> Saluka My Nights starring Padme Amidala. With that. Ah, close the segment out with that. It's oh, it's closed. <laughs> it's closed. Where is where where it's done? It's it's in the ground. Yeah, Epcot. Uh, <laughs> now with that, we're gonna charge back into Star Wars: The Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Now we're gonna discuss and celebrate the Kark and Criff out of this new episode for new canon reveals. We have our canon canon. <laughs> We have hot takes along the way. We'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with the seismic mind charge. This episode has only been out for a few days, and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we are about to get into severe spoiler territory. And for good measure, we will sound the spoiler klaxon. That's right, woo-woo. It's a bad batch. They're so bad. They're so very bad. They're bad to the bone. That bad to the bone. Remember when he did that in the Terminator movies? What is that, Caitlin and Bush? There's a clear order in which you should watch Star Wars The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 2, Cut and Run, before listening to our podcast. That's right, there's a clear order. Woo woo all aboard my magical train. All right, here we go again. Punch it! Good soldiers follow orders. Cavalry has arrived! Star Wars The Bad Batch, released May 7th, 2021, directed by Stuart Lee, written by Gersimron Sandu, 
Who is the friend that they are going to visit? There's a clue right in the title of the episode, which comes up first, and that title being Cut and Run. I see what they did <laughs> oh, there. Oh, wow, look at that. I see what you did. You know how <laughs> so stupid fun. I am? I, sh- I should have known right there I didn't. Anyway, we yeah. we've got- didn't get it. Didn't get it either, yeah. But after they clue you in, they they add a couple more clues. It's like you're getting it now, and uh, (laughs) you ready? Clone Wars devotees. uh, After a while, it's like, oh, and then God, I'm dumb. Anyway, (laughs) at least that was me. So no narration. The narrator is gone. Maybe I'll be back. We're right in with the batch on their ship. And now that they've escaped with Omega, the question is, what the hell are they going to do with Omega? What are we going to do with this kid? It's the usual, find someone else to dump the kid off with for her own protection this, this episode. This is becoming a thing. I don't, I don't get is it. Is this such a thing? <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you, Caitlin, why is this a thing? I don't know. So you like, obviously we're getting into it. Uh, right at the top is something I wanted to talk about because yeah. we get we get that with Denjarin wanting to get yep. rid of the Yoda baby, wanting to get yeah. rid of Grogu. Step and one, step get w- rid of it. Get rid of it. Like find yeah. it. Like try to save it a little bit, but not really. Yeah. Kind of be emotionally attached, but pretend that you're not emotionally attached. So you try to get mm-hmm. rid of it to pretend that you're not emotionally attached, and then you realize that you're emotionally attached. <laughs> so you have to bring it back with you. <laughs> and then. I also have been uh, replaying The Last of Us over the past mm. week, and there's the, oh. the period of time in which Joel tries to get rid of Ellie, like, for half the game. Oh, Lord. He's just, it's like, I, at, at, at towards at one point, it's like, okay, anyone else. Okay, <laughs> this now this dog over here can't talk, but it looks pretty cool. Do you want this kid? Do you want it? Um, yeah, and that's you know? well, and that and that turns into a beautiful relationship. But, of course, but, yeah. and I'm sure this will continue to bloom into a beautiful relationship between Omega and the rest of the Bad Batch, where they will all be her weird older brothers and father figures. But I, I understand the desire to not want to be all of a sudden burdened with a child because that is a lot of responsibility. Yeah, uh, Matt can speak to that more than I can <laughs> as a person with an actual child. I go out all the time just being like, "Oh, that looks like a, b- a better set of parents here." Go, right. go with you him. want you want it? <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't really happen. No. Just kidding. <laughs> that is a joke to <laughs> yes. to clarify. Very well, it's much also he can't. Uh, there's there's just been no takers. Yeah, right, Either, exactly. You, go to, too, you I mean. go to Dave and Buster's all the time. And it's like, eh? And people are like, no, nah, I'm playing. Nah, you know. not yeah, really no, no, it. not really. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but seriously, I um, I can't blame Hunter for being intimidated by all of a sudden having this this child looking up to him. But at the yeah. same time, I I don't think I'm tired of this trope yet because it's been it's been around for a long time, longer than what we're actually giving it. And now in more recent memory with Star Wars with Din Djarin, like you mentioned, it's all about it's also with these these fathers that never had fathers of their own. They're all, yes. you know, so it's like it's fathers it's that have no issues, TM. Daddy issues. Yeah, yeah TM, exactly. Yeah. Like it's just uh, you know, they they have no point of reference to raise this child. So that freaks them out too. It's like I don't have a dad, so I don't know what to tell you what to do. Yeah. You know, um, but it's a trope that's definitely being played out. Maybe a little too much. I'm not mad. Here's the thing: I'm not mad about it, but yeah, it's, there's it's a it's around a lot. Here's the thing: yeah. if if it if it's a trope and Caitlin's not mad about it yet, then we should. That's be. true. That's, that's very true. That's <laughs> mad. If this trope is not <laughs> angered, Caitlin. this is not just this is not just a trope in Star Wars. This is as oh Caitlin yeah, no storytelling. This in general. is everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're gonna save this kid. Now that we have this kid, let's get rid of this kid. Does anybody else want this kid? The other trope that is kind of in this episode that they don't lean on too much, and this is one that I'm tired of, is keeping is is the trope of well, I was trying to protect you, and also I kept it a secret from you in a further yeah. attempt to protect you. Mm-hmm. Welcome to I think 99% of the drama in almost everything <laughs> yeah. is due to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that communication guess. people. Yeah. Are problems based around them trying to protect you and then lying to you about trying to protect you? Well, I was just trying to protect you, but you didn't tell me you weren't honest. I was trying to protect you on that one, too. But you cut my leg off again, trying to protect you. (laughs) Yes. But you voted, you know, for for this box of thumbtacks to be city councilor once again. (laughs) I was trying to protect you. It's like. You drank all the soda. I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> it, it's how this is a trope. And they don't go all in on this here, but that's one. It's it's take that out of things yeah. as well as the chosen one trope. And mm. you immediately 
lose a, a lot of you're gonna have yeah. to come up with some new stuff oh, yeah. and i and i understand it because these are you know comfortable and and storytelling devices but at the same time the phrase for your own protection just yeah. and, and it's not like hunter is in on these tropes so when that moment comes it's like you really be in the cliche that guy right yeah. now. Yeah, really, way, Hunter, like, sweetie, really. For for a clone, in many ways, you just became the most human of us all. <laughs> um, anyway, so all of that, all of that's yet to come. But I wanted to get that right. It, yeah, it's, let's get that out of the way. It's that episode. Yeah, it's, 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 this yeah. is the episode. Yeah. We had to do it. It's like talk about your cut and run. It's yeah. like rescue the kid. All right, dump her off. No cut and run. Okay. <laughs> They pull up to the planet Seleucami. Timeline-wise, a Jedi just died here. Stas Ali on the mm. speeder bike, as seen in Revenge of the Sith, got blown away on this planet. Yeah. This planet has a bigger Imperial presence than it did last time we saw it. And they land, and we see a native Nexu when the ship lands. Um, and I know Caitlin was happy. It's it's one of Nexus. one of your favorite big stupid Star Wars monsters. He's like right? a medium-sized stupid. Yeah, Star Wars this is monster. a violent, yeah. medium yeah. violent. Uh, me and my brother, when we were really little, my brother, when the first, when the second movie came out, of course, uh, he was pretty young, so he used to call them mouse kitties. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to kill me for saying that. Attacking the clones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that We've big uh, mouse the kitty. Reek, the yeah. Acklay, and the mouse kitty. <laughs> the Geonosis Arena. But yeah. Uh, but we also have Omega is amazed by this place. She's only ever been on Kamido pretty much raised platforms in the sea, mm-hmm. torrential downpour always. So she's the innocent wonder of her here is amazing. And also she just loves the dirt. Whoa. What is this? That would be dirt. It's amazing. She's yeah. amazed by dirt. Hell and yeah. I love the this whole thing. We didn't touch on it so much last week, but the innocence of Omega. We also, there, there are a lot of moments in the premiere of her mimicking Hunter yeah. as well as the other clones. She's kind of got a little bit of all of them in her, mm-hmm. but also her look here of, of at the end of that premiere, the stars in her eyes, that mm. childlike wonder, the childlike wonder here in the dirt. I think this is a wonderful thing for Star Wars to have because, yeah, we love it when it gets dark and intense and, and Anakin, you know, ripping things up and Padme Amidala needs joking fruit for the party, you know, but <laughs> that's not necessarily dark, but it could be. But I love it when... Don't you like it when 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 Star Wars gets innocent like this, particularly with a character like Omega? Caitlin, are, are, are you in for this? Yeah, absolutely. And the the like light little music they have over the entire thing is just super cute mm-hmm. and makes me smile. She's got a fantastic theme, which I yes. which um, I cannot wait to own. Um, <laughs> this, it's not even a new soundtrack day, so no, the soundtrack is not out. Matt Romano, what are your thoughts? I I, I, I sense a thought brewing. I got a thought brewing. You know, it's not often you see people happy in Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> you know, so it's like... Hard, She's hardly so happy. Ever. <laughs> hardly ever. So when you really think about it, it's nice to see someone enjoying themselves. I think yeah. the last time anyone was happy was, yippee! Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then it was all pain. And then yeah. Gro- Grogu eating... You yeah. know, un- unfertilized eggs. That yeah, was the last had time. some fun. He's been ha- he had a good time. Yeah. But you know, he's you always, don't see he's a always lot of prancing about. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> we say, oh, I want to live in the Star Wars guy. It's like, do you? It's like they're all miserable. Well, yeah, and we always talk about how like we love the uh, like the underbelly, gritty like Star Wars underworld, and we want to see more of that. But like maybe we should see some uh, happy family uh, stories in Star Wars. It's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. this is what we got here, and, yeah. we're, and we're about to meet a family. The Batch then talks about how they're going to see a deserter. And you trust a deserter? Why not? We're all deserters now. I, I'm like, all of you are now deserters. And, and thank then, God Tex the one, Tech goes, by the way. Yeah, and then Tech yeah. says, now we're all deserters. I we said, all oh, are. I'm like, oh my, am I Tech in real life? Um, <laughs> it could be. be worse, could be worse. I mean, yeah. it could, could be worse, could be worse. <laughs> To be tech in real life, that's nothing. Anyway, by this time, you likely know who the friend is because you got, oh, they're a deserter. They're on Seleucami. And the batch pulls up on a farmhouse rigged with traps and fences. Speaking of The Last of Us, it's like that guy who has the exploding cans. Yep, everywhere. (laughs) I forget who that guy's called, except they probably already cast him in the show. I'm too late on that. (laughs) Anyway, we are reintroduced to Cut Laquane, a clone who deserted the wars and came to this place and started a family. Seen in the Clone Wars Episode 2 episode, The Deserter. 
when Rex was badly wounded on this planet, hunting Grievous, Cut and his family took care of him. You guys remember the the deserter? Yeah, yeah, yeah great episode. Such a great. I, it was right after Break in season yeah. two, and it was released at the same time as the episode that comes before it, Grievous Intrigue. Yeah. And what a one-two punch from the Clone Wars because yes. those are two excellent episodes. Well, and talk about an episode also that makes you think about war. You know, yep. in, in more yeah. deeper terms, you know, that like, you know, he was, he, he abandoned them, but he was kind of right. Cut was in the and right, the, you know? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was a great, it's like the duty of a clone. It's yeah. like, look, and, and he's the, the epitome. I love that they bring him in here. And I didn't see that coming. I should have. But a clone is like, look, I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask for this duty. I didn't ask to fight for the Republic. And nobody asked me what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. s- simply found myself existing. And then I realized I want no part of this. I want to be a farmer. I want to marry my wife and I want to have yeah. adorable kids and I want to right. just live a, live a nice life. Leave me alone. Yeah. I am, go- I am going to cut and run and you all can just take your flunkies and dangle because I don't care. And, and I don't begrudge him that. Yeah. And I love that we're now following up with him on that. It's interesting that he's also one of D. Bradley Baker's favorite clones mm-hmm. and- I asked him about well, talking with him now that for, for an interview, we're not friends. Um, it was like yeah. over drinks with D. You know. I was like, you know, what's the deal with Cut Laquain? Hey, D, hey, DBB, tell me about this uh, yeah. character. Yeah. Yo, D, yo, D triple B. Yeah. Listen up. Um, D double B. Yeah. Yo, D, DBB eight. Uh, oh, man, this this is just getting worse. Bad man. Anyway, um, so no, he said, and I hadn't seen this or know he was back when I asked this, but, but I was, I was said, do you think Cut Laquain was triggered? By Order 66, he says he didn't think so because he was so disconnected at that point that it just wouldn't register. And we come to find out that he's not triggered yeah. in any way. And I, do Thank you guys God. think – what do you guys think is the – is it really just because – He's just so distanced, and is that just something that just goes away if you're not active? Because, and he's a, really a one shot case because we don't know any other clones that have taken this path. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't want to think about it too hard. Yeah, because I feel like I will go down a rabbit hole and frustrate myself because <laughs> uh, depending on when the chips are inserted, maybe he. Maybe there was a period of time in which they were inserted into all the clones without them knowing, or how long has it been in them? Or I just, I, I was thinking about this this weekend and it was driving me absolutely insane. I like to think there's regular maintenance, you know, like that they probably have mm. to like give them an injection That's or they have once in a while. And, okay. you know, he's I also like not that. on Republic yeah. comm chatter isn't going on. He's not getting yeah. holograms. Then this in the town nearby could theoretically. But I think it's just he just doesn't. He's too far removed. He just doesn't. And I think you're right. Both of you are right, because ah, you, you can go. go down a clone triggering <laughs> Nexu hole oh very, very easily yeah. and and just find it's like, where did the time go? I've been thinking about triggered clones and I haven't eaten in eight days. Anyway, um, so also back, his rifle-wielding Twi'lek wife still on the scene, Sue, S-W-S-U-U, yeah. Laquane, played by Kara Pifko. Matt, you know all about Twi'lek wives, don't oh, you? Oh, I love Twi'lek wives. Look at that hat. How about that hat, huh? I certainly hope so. Yo, she's got a hat. There are hats all over this episode. I know some people say hats (laughs) are always a mistake. No The hats in this episode are not a mistake. And Matt, I I think think we're all about a certain person who wears a hat (laughs) coming up. And I guarantee you, we are of the same mind about it. And that mind is that it rules. (laughs) Anyway, we'll get to it. Cut knows uh, knows them enough to ask where. Crosshair! You'll get caught up in the. Yeah, he's he's yeah. caught up in trying to know where crosshair is. Uh that looks oh oh you got it? Is it cool? No, it sucks. Don't get it. Anyway. He also mentions that so he knows these guys. He knows them enough to know that crosshair is a part part of the group. We notice. We know this. We do notice. We know this. We know this. Um this is known. He mentions that Rex just passed through yesterday and told him about a behavioral implant in the clones that caused this. He must mean the inhibitor chip. The what? Inhibitor chips. The Kaminoans implanted them in the clones to modify their behavior. She's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Cuts all caught up on the situation. And it's also interesting that Rex just passed through. So this is, timeline-wise, I guess, not not long after the end, the end of Clone Wars Season 7. So Rex and Ahsoka have had their bit. But I like that. Do you think, uh, Matt Romano, yes, do you sir. think Rex is on some kind of 
galactic tour of clones that he's met throughout seven seasons and <laughs> seeing if they're okay. That's honestly, that's exactly what I was thinking. It was like, what would Rex mm. do after that? Like, what would he do first? He'd probably go check on his buddies, like the ones yeah. Yeah, yeah, that on he would brothers. know and rely on. Like, well, yeah. who's left? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because what, what else is he going to do? I bet Rex right now is trying to figure out what his next step is, just like everybody else. I mean, are we excited about? I mean, Rex is going to show up on this show. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, don't put that right there. No, yeah. Well, he's also he's in the trailer, so we know he's coming. I'm just going to yeah. assume we're excited. Yeah. But but then let me ask you this: because we know Rex is coming. Here's another hot thing that that's being debated. Talk about finger on the pulse. Ooh. Um, and I I couldn't have it less on the pulse because yeah. quite frankly, since it's at the ready, I don't give a shit. Wait, you got like a anyway. pinky on the pulse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's pinky on the pulse. He's pinky on the pulse. Oh, his pinky is a genius. The pulse is the pulse. Yep, okay. That's it. But no, it, it's a, a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, who then do they want to see if mm. we're going to go the runt, great runt? Who's still alive? Who yep. do we want to see of the clones that the Clone Wars introduced? Not only did the Clone Wars introduce him, but he's in the movies too, Cody. Yeah, someone that people are hotly debated on. And a lot of people are thinking this show is going to come down to either Rex and the Batch or just Rex having to kill Cody, rip the chip out of Cody's head. And this is surprising to me. This is I hadn't thought of Cody returning in this show because we were convinced he would show up on Star Wars Kenobi. Kenobi. I still refuse to call Star Wars colon Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Right, right. Um, Come on. <laughs> but do what? which would we rather see? What's the more personal thing, do you think? Caitlin Ooh. Bush, I want to ask you this. Cody and Kenobi or Cody and Rex? I want I want Cody and Kenobi just because Cody was, if, if Rex is to Anakin as Cody was to Obi-Wan. So I want that. Uh, I want that relationship. I want to see the the emotional fallout of that because Cody almost killed him. Yeah. So you want yeah. the not so sweet life of Obi Wan and Cody, Matt Romano? Same question. What are, what's Ooh, your take? I mean, just to play the other side, I, I want to see the the bad match. <gasps> uh, yeah. I mean, I Kaylin, I totally agree. But I'm going to take the opposite mm-hmm. side just for for the sake just of for uh, the drama. Well, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Matt, I'll tell you. This is this is stirring up some hot hot hotness. <laughs> but let me tell you this though, because or, or I, I can see it both ways. Because ever since Cody's blast him for Obi-Wan, I was like, screw you, man. Ooh, I hate I hated Cody ever since that moment because you didn't really but, know oh, yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But in seven seasons, we just have so much more of Rex and Cody broing down. Yeah. So maybe it's both. Maybe, maybe it's both. we'll get both. Yeah. I mean, why have just one? But you can get both. Anyway, for Cut Laquane, his family, and all of the stuff that, that we just talked about, not including the hot takes, cannon, cannon, fire. <laughs> But you know who's also here because you can't spell family without kids. Actually, you can, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, sure. I'll go with it. Cut and Sue's kids run in. Jack and Shia. Shia! Jack! Remember me? Uncle Uncle Wrecker, and they take Omega outside to play. Yay for more innocent, wholesome kids playing. And it's a little like in Phantom Menace when all the kids run in and yeah. Anakin's building the puzzle. It's like, you don't know the half of it. I'm entering the Boonta race tomorrow. I'm like, the only thing we're missing is Kitster. Also because I forgot it for the return of Cut, but specifically Cut Untriggered, which is a new coming to the Food Network soon. <laughs> okay. Cannon, cannon, fire. Now, here's an interesting thing. Playing the voices of the kids as Shia mm-hmm. is played once again. And this is all the same. Same casting as in the Clone Wars. Yep. Shia played by Nika Futterman, more commonly known in the Star Wars world as the voice of Asajj Ventress, the incredible voice of Asajj Ventress. Mm. Master Kenobi, always chasing after Skywalker. How predictable. Anakin leaves quite a mess, which always leads me to you, Ventress. Insanely prolific, brilliant voice actor and just actor, all on her own. But as Jack, we have Kath Susie. And I want to go to Matt Romano. Oh, man. Because I know you have takes on this. Oh, I got so many takes on Kath Susie. I yeah. love Kath Susie. Yeah. And well, I think, I mean, who among us doesn't who love Who does Kath it? Susie? I mean, well, right away, I, I hope a lot of listeners recognize this voice because uh, the voice she's doing as Jack is very similar, if not exactly the same, as Phil and Lil in the Nicktoons classic, The Rugrats. The Rugrats! 
Rugrats. The Rugrats. I, mean, I love and, the Rugrats. Hey, give me some of that waffle, Philip. Oh, Lillian, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten since the last time I eat it. And it's, yeah, Caitlin, we were just, like, talking about this before the show. Like, that voice is so instantly recognizable. In fact, so many different cartoons across, like, 20, 30 years you can pin that voice in. And she does other voices, but that yeah. is a very particular voice that she's done variations for. That, ra- that kind of raspy, over the like, yeah. very young, yeah. I guess I'll... Go back to the park now. Yeah, but but like, but her whole catalog of stuff, and you know, we're uh, voice actors. I mean, just talk about a crazy career and all the different properties you can be in. She was in Star Wars. She was Mon Mothma early on in the Clone Wars. Yeah, the opposition to this bill must be allowed to speak first. Before I think they switched to the actress who played Mon Mothma in um, Rebels, and before they went Genevieve O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she was in Scooby Doo. She was Lola Bunny in Space Jam. Hi. My name is Lola Bunny. Lola? <laughs> yes. Hello. Uh, my name is Bugs. <laughs> she was on Captain Planet. She was on The Critic. Ah, Real Monsters, Looney Tunes, Tiny Toon Adventures, Johnny Bravo, The Powerpuff Girls, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, and my f- personal favorite, which I did not know, she played Janine Melnitz on the real Ghostbusters cartoon. This had better be good, Janine. Slimer brought back this. Ray's in trouble. And if you're not downstairs and ready to go in five minutes, you're fired. She threatened to fire me. Hey. So talk about that just like, you know, gauntlet of a career uh, going through all that stuff. Uh, she, that's fantastic. She originally wasn't supposed to have that job, and she just walked into the studio where they were recording, and they say, who are you? What are you doing here? And she said, I want to know more about what it is you do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but this is, inter- you pointed this out. Yeah. Can I make a shameful, um, I don't know how shame, I don't, I don't really have much shame about it, but I have never seen Rugrats. Wow. Wow. Ever. I grew wow. up with Rugrats. Rugrats wow. was like, that was my thing. Oh my yeah. God. I love oh, Rugrats. Man. Yeah, Matt, you and I were chatting and you just like you mentioned I was like you were like you know who that voice was and I immediately went so one of the kids from Rugrats because it had like it hit something <laughs> in my hind brain Rugrats. two of the kids from Rugrats it hit like my hind brain my lizard brain yeah uh, I am I am writing the R-rated gritty Rugrats live action reboot but I'm oh doing it it's in my own unit I'm I abandoning the source material oh my. no I've never seen it I, I'm not even uh. too gonna say I'm too old for it because I'm not gonna date uh, age myself date myself whatever um, if I only could date myself, am I right? No. Pat Mayamadala could date herself. <laughs> right. Coming. No. Are you done with that already? Are you done with the Pat Padme movie bit, Matt? I, I think we're done with the Padme <laughs> movie bit. Yeah. Speak for yourself, because I haven't even. I, I am in no way done with it. So uh, anyway, moving on. Anyway. Cut. And uh, I'm I'm ready, Caitlin. Thank you. I know. I know the moment has come. But thank you for pointing it out. Cut and Hunter trying to get down to the bottom of everything. And Cut says, the Kaminoans don't create without a purpose. You all have one. So what's hers? And yeah. points to, doesn't so much for like point to Omega, but like, like looks at Omega. gestures broadly. And I'm like, yeah. it's a good question, Cut Laquane. Now this planet isn't safe anymore. So Cut is making ready to pack up his family and bail. He goes into town with Hunter and they see that ships are being seized and gives Hunter advice about vanishing successfully. As he says, you want to know how to disappear? Put being a soldier behind you and make a new life for yourself. And this is something the Batch is going to have to learn because all they know is, yeah, they're ex- extraordinary soldiers with attitude, but simple things like they're not going to have rations prepared for them anymore. It's not about the missions. How are they just going to live life? You know, maybe they have things they want to do other than being yeah. soldiers. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 which of them is going to want to have a family? And mm-hmm. which of them is going to go in for that solo life? Who, yeah. Which of them is going to become a pop singing sensation? <laughs> My guess is Wrecker and Echo going, yeah. you know, duo or whatever. Yeah. And Why at not? some point, sure. DuJour was in their bathroom. Anyway, <laughs> up comes a big Imperial hollow of... And you guys know how much I love the flunkies oh, and yeah. the toadies. And I'm thinking, I'm hoping at least, because we don't have, a, Tarkin's not a flunky. He's supreme evil. He's too high yeah. up to be a flunky. But Rebels especially was loaded with Imperial flunkies. We <laughs> oh, had yeah. Brom Titus. We had Double K Constantine, Caitlin's favorite. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and now we got, this guy has primo flunky material written all over him. An Imperial Hollow boots up a Vice Admiral Rampart. Every citizen can exchange their Imperial 
valid currency for Imperial credits, thanks to the generosity of the new Galactic Empire. The war is over. With peace comes opportunity and prosperity for all. Yes. What a great name. What a great Rampart. Imperial name. Yeah. Perfect. Love Imperial names. Rampart. And he says people looking for a ship uh, passage on ships have to present chain codes and also all invalid currency should now be traded in for Imperial currency. They move quick. Quick statement on Vice Admiral Rampart. Oh, gosh. Uh, I hope that we see more of him because uh, he looks like someone who Wrecker would have a really good time punching in the face. Yeah. Um, Caitlin's mom, anything do you have to say about Rampart? I would like to see more of that character. Yeah, oh, I so certainly agree with that. Yeah. Um, we'll see just how slippery and slimy uh, the talented Vice Admiral Rampart can be. They're not just registering ships, they're registering people. Scanning chain codes is obviously a problem for Cut, because if they scan him, he's burnt. He's basic. He's done. <laughs> Back to the farm. Omega is learning how to play catch, and she's not very good at it. She chases a ball out past the fence where a Nexu is lurking. Sue and Hunter are on that, and they take care of that Nexu right quick. Cut proves he has more experience with kids than Hunter does, which is not a surprise. And I feel like we have a nice little, he, he doesn't tell, he shows. He's like, yeah. here's how a dad acts. Mm -hmm. And he really sits, because uh, Omega's freaking out. He sits Omega down, and it's such a lovely moment from Cut Laquane because he's like ultimate primo dad energy here. Yeah. He listens. Mm -hmm. You okay? What's wrong, slugger? You're safe. That's all that matters. What did you like this moment, Caitlin and Bush? Of course. It was wonderful to see that Cut has continued to build a life for himself, and he clearly was the exact person that Hunter, especially, and the rest of the batch needed an, an example from which to set their expectations for a small child. You do not scream at yeah. a small child for making a tiny mistake that they don't understand. Mm -hmm. This is very much needed. Yeah, Matt, as a, if you don't mind me asking, as Please. a father yourself, how did the scene ring for you? Watching <laughs> Cut Laquane be a father or demonstrate father abilities, how did it, how did it ring for you? I was taking notes. I mean, I, I learned everything about being a father from Star from, Wars. So. From Cut Laquane. Cut Laquane. Okay. Okay. He's very trouble. He's much. Now that now that yeah. should go in a mug. I learned everything about fatherhood there is to know from Cut Laquane. Okay, but no, seriously though, did this strike any yeah. any fatherly chords? No, in you absolutely. Or? No, I think that like this was a, it's it's a fantastic lesson, and and it's so true. I mean. Omega necessarily wasn't doing anything wrong. Like she was, she didn't really set out to get in trouble and she was obviously very scared. And that's how you traumatize a kid. I mean, you especially that young, you got to like really got to come down to their level if they're really going to learn anything or else you're just going to raise a very scared, paranoid, reactionary person. Exactly. And I like that he wasn't condescending to her. Yeah. It's he, not so much as an equal, but it's not like. Yeah, not talking down to her. Right which... now, the second time you talk down, now you get a yeah. little. <laughs> like, Everybody okay. gets a freebie, you know, on the first one. So all right, you little. <laughs> I don't know who you think is. I don't know who you think you're dealing with, but I'm in charge around here. Anyway, the new plan is Tech is going to forge chain codes on some discs and get this family on a shuttle. Still coming down from her Nexu experience, a said Omega. Thankfully, takes that stupid medallion oh, off her head. This made me so happy. I was happy. like, oh, just oh, rip yeah. that thing off. But yep. she's still, you know, going through it. She's having a rough little time here. It reminded me a little of uh, Ezra in the gunner cockpit, just going mm. through some stuff. Mm -hmm. Hunter's personal plan, however, not going in for personal growth, is for Omega to go with Cut and his family. No, you take her. It's not what she wants, <laughs> yeah. but it's what she needs. Trying to protect her and not telling her about it because he's trying to protect her. Who is Hunter really trying to protect? Omega or himself? I think he's trying to protect his bro time. He's like, this this kid's gonna get in getting way of my he's bro gonna, time. He's gonna get yeah. he's gonna get this kid's it's like gonna get in the way of leg day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gonk day. Gonk day. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Caitlin Ambush is a statement on this. No, I, I also love that he doesn't even ask Cut and Sue if it's okay. Yeah, he's just Take like my child. she's gonna go with you now. Yeah. By the way, I mean you already have two. Just pack another Here's bag of Cheerios. One. What's just the another, problem? Another PB and J for them on the road. You know, yeah, it's fine. Just, I don't see an issue here. What's an, what's one more? 
Yeah. Um, they're barely people, and I'm sure she'll have gifts. Just take this clone kid, <laughs> will you? Tech and Ego get to work, science bro style, and they create Ultron. Not really. They get the batch of ship <laughs> impounded as part of a plan, but they didn't realize that Omega's still on board. Uh, uh. But for, for what it's worth, she does say it's a good plan. At the impound, Echo's able to jack in and nab some discs for Tech to encrypt while the others show up outside. Necessary mention here... Of wrecker wearing a farmer hat. Yes. Love Amazing. This. And yes. like a poncho, you know, like yeah. a poncho. And a, I yeah. generally like how they all kind of yeah. change into farmer tunics and everything, especially yes. Hunter. I'm like, keep that look, man. They're rocking it's it. Better than, it's yeah. better than the simple, stupid body glove thing where they look like they're made of latex. It's like, <laughs> what what kind of exploits at night are you having yeah. wearing that? The it's like, put the, put the tunic on. This sent me down a rabbit hole because like, listen, we're not any strangers to seeing Star Wars characters wearing the same clothes all the time. This is, and also in cartoons, just the way it works. But right. I was thinking about the Bad Batch armor and how they're in it all the time. And man, that's just got to be uncomfortable. They get up, they get it's in true. there all day, every day. I'd like to see Wrecker and the Poncho and the Hat from here on out. That's, that's all of the that's all of the clones, really. I'm yeah. sure that's a, that's the main reason that cut cut and run in the first place. He's like, yeah, I want to have a family, but more than anything else, the clothes <laughs> it itches. And it's aside from that, there's just their the color palettes are so basic. So yeah. if he wants to wear a cerulean and oh. like a a jacket, I think we need a jacket here. <laughs> They're not going to listen to him anyway. No. So I, I, I love Wrecker in that hat. He, he just looks great. Far, Farmer Wrecker is amazing. Wrecker in general is amazing in this episode. <laughs> While Echo and Tech argue about their next move, Omega takes it on herself to take the newly made discs and just leave the ship. This great plan of yours is looking really lousy about now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really like that line. Um, Hunter is freaked out because he hears about Omega. Sue keeps telling him, here's the deal. And we touched on this already. She doesn't say, here's the deal. She just, she doesn't say that. Anyway, You're paraphrasing maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's she's like, look, kids. We've already, but I think this is the theme, kind of of the generally of the episode. Kids always find trouble. It's our job to protect them once they find it. Yeah, and come on, to Hunter. protect them from the trouble. Right. Not to not to try to protect them or use secrets to protect them. Protect them from the trouble. Kids are always going to find trouble. Yeah, and as we know. Trouble always comes around. There's always never run out of it, do we, Cap? <laughs> no. Anyway, meanwhile, Echo gets caught trying to get the boot. There's a boot on their ship. Yeah, I which like I love. Call yeah, it a, yeah. I like that they call it a boot. <laughs> Young Lando comes along and says, I don't believe this. I'm going to have to have some words about somebody about this. Uh, Wrecker finds Omega and sends her on her way to the others. He's going to go help Tech and Echo, but clones close in on him. So he just smashes some together, Zeb style and runs. And now it's on. Cut is freaking out. But thankfully, Omega shows up with the chain code discs. She doesn't understand, though, why Tech gave her five. Hunter says it's for, well, the fifth one's for you. You're going to go with them for your own good. <laughs> Surprise. Suck up, kid. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Also, Christmas is canceled. Um, <laughs> Life day is canceled. And you're not getting a pony, and those skates are for me. Anyway, she doesn't want to go, but she does. Cut and his family are successfully cleared after a few tense moments. I guess they really don't recognize the face. We see it's a recognizable he face. He almost I guess gets they... recognized for a second yeah, by in another a little clone. Bit. Yeah. 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 In a moment. As this, I'm like, oh, I guess it's not recognizable. And then- Couple minutes later. Oh wait! So, yes, Matt Romano. Oh no, I was just gonna say that this was. This also made me think because, like, out of all the the headgear in Star Wars, you know, glasses, whatever. Like, he couldn't have put on a helmet. He couldn't have put on glasses. He couldn't have put on a, a Lobot shield thing. You know, no. helmet, <laughs> glasses, Lobot shield. These are the That's options. That's not a thing. Lobot shield. These is are the thing, thing, like, no, no. It's I a like thing it. that goes around the yeah, back, the of, back your of your head. head. Yeah, yeah, your face is still gonna be <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, but though. maybe I don't know. Hide his ears. But maybe something, it'll give. Something. Maybe it'll give you. You'll, yeah. It'll connect to a database of disguise ideas. Yeah, you just look like all the clones. Put something on your face. Cut. Come on, you're better than that. Yeah. Put something on your face. <laughs> cut. You're better than that. Caitlin, any follow up or did he just nail it? I think he's got it nailed on the head, man. Wow, Thank you're you. being way too kind about that. Anyway, okay. <laughs> So uh, Hunter and Wrecker are now helping out over at the Batch's ship. Wrecker just rips the boot right off. Yeah, man. I love this. He's like, yeah. he's like, this is unbelievable. And now he just rips it off and he, and he really enjoys doing it. He responded to that. 
He notes that Omega isn't there. I don't think Hunter let Wrecker in on this little plan. No, because he knew that Wrecker would be sad because his new best friend is gone. And would Mm -hmm. probably challenge him on it. I think there's, and you know, you can't just do that. Yeah, you're the leader. And it's not like Wrecker's going to go all crosshair, but still, I (laughs) mean, come on. Be sad. Hunter's about to tell him that Omega isn't there, but it turns out she is because she's ditched the Laquains and has come and run after them anyway. She gets caught by a clone, but Hunter runs out and grabs her. Cut now is about to get caught boarding the shuttle, and here's where he does look familiar. Somebody's like, you look you look familiar. Where have I seen you? Are there like a trillion of you around the galaxy? <laughs> yeah, come on. Do you look like me, maybe? Like a little yeah. bit? Yeah, <laughs> but thankfully, reinforcements are needed back at the impound dock. Something about a shuttle with a bad batch? I don't know. So Cut is able then, because of the lack of people around here getting called away, he's able to get onto the shuttle successfully and his family as well. He can't just go with the bad batch, I guess, because they'd he'd be in tr- they're being hunted. Yeah, his, he and his family would kids. be in trouble, yeah. even though kind of I'm like, let's just fill the ship up with all kinds of people. Settle down, be quiet, you know, live a farm yeah. life. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and that's, and, and cuts away. Do you think we'll see Cut LeQuain again on this show? I hope so. I don't. I don't know, but I hope so. I hope like it's a it's a end of season. Like we see him one more time, kind of yeah. thing. But they have to call in the the backup. You know that that's the thing. I'm, I'm in one of your your favorite. Get the get, get the team back together. Get the team. Back. I'm yes. scared of that though because he lives here. I know. He lives. And if he or Sue come back, I think the kids are fine because how many kids can you possibly kill? Um, but well, well, quite actually, quite a lot, Anakin. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Attican's like as many as I want. Um, <laughs> Okay, I was. I want you to know. I just was gonna go into the Padme thing, but I didn't. So Thank God. Right, well, so, okay. Thank you. So, God. is heroism possible? Yes, it is. <laughs> hmm. But so, if Cut and Sue come back as part of the thing, I don't see them both living through. Yeah, it. no. At see, I can't. I, yeah, it's not gonna. Yeah, be. I'd be on the edge of my seat too. the whole time, yeah. and I'm like, you know, it's he. He'd save his save her by getting in the way of the shot or something. He comes back. He ain't living through it. I. That's my worry. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the batch is also able to finally get away. They're flying off his wrecker once again, lifts the gonk droid up and down, lifting the weights. I love this is one of your favorite bits, Matt. I was happy that it was there. Gonk. Omega then has a little chat with Hunter. She says that she knows she has a lot to learn, but she wants to be with them. And I'm thinking, you have a lot to learn? Frickin', you're being a little nice on this guy that just yeah. tried to fob you off on the first clone he saw that wasn't triggered. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sad because she clearly thinks that it's her fault that he left her, that she did something wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not, honey, it's not your fault. He just has yeah. emotional issues. Because his response is, well, I guess I've got a lot to learn, too. There I'm we like, go. no, no, no. Not, yeah, I'm like, you have a lot more to learn. You are not, you don't have the same amount of things to learn. Yeah. You have a lot more to learn than she does. She's a kid, okay? You're a, you're an adult male. I mean, I so. guess technically, too, like, they, they have, like, growth hormones. So, technically, how old are the clones? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Sir, exactly. Excuse me, sir. You have growth hormones. She is a child. <laughs> you have a lot more to learn than she does. So, come all on. Right, all right. Come on. Oh, is that your way of selling me the bits over? Because I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a was a classic sitcom end episode because it's like I bet we have a lot to learn. Uh, yeah, and it's like, yes, we do. Yes, we both do. Very Star Trek. Very Star Trek. Oh yes, they fly off right, and they, they learn their off. lessons. I never should have given him his voice back. <laughs> Horsing around. Um, anyway, the the line that closes that out is he says, "If this is where you want to be, yeah, then this is it. where you'll stay." And so for Cut and the family escaping Seleucami, Omega now ride or die with the Batch as family. And now the new Empire is doubling down on registration and everything else. Cannon, cannon, fire! And do you think that now that we're past the point of uh, Omega's just going to be a part of of the Batch of this family? Are we done with go over there, someone else should take care of you, just be with them now? Or are we going to revisit this again and again and again. Yeah. I'm, I think I think we're done with it. I'm glad we got it out of the way at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's a logical second step. Yeah. But it, and it was good. It was well done. They did. And it was the perfect clone to to show in a story like this. Yeah. That said, we've done it. Let's I don't need on. to see it again. Yeah. Let's it's, move on. They're just they're in it to win it now. Matt, um, 
aside from uh, aside from everything we've covered, is there a favorite moment in the episode that we that we haven't talked about? I think my favorite moments was every uh, wrecker quip. I think we need yeah. a wrecker quip counter. I hit the spot. Show me a chain coach, citizen. Sure, I got it right here. Oh, right, must be in this hand. Ooh, genius. I, I think we should go through like a book of Oscar Wilde or Dorothy Parker and read the quotes <laughs> as Wrecker and see yeah. how they sound. Yeah. Fantastic. So Wrecker quips, any other scenes stick out for you that you really liked or your thoughts on the episode on a whole? Yeah, no, no. I, I, this, I thought this was a very fun episode. I think this was an episode we, like we've been saying, we had to get out of the way. He did the traditional like, oh, you take her. Okay. She's with us. And now she's with us. She took off her head necklace. And I feel like we can get this show on the road. Yep. You know, it's like, let's yeah, go. Agreed. Yeah. It's the logical next step. And it was yeah. very good. It's very it well was done. Great. It's a lot of good action a lot of great lines and everything yep. so i'm with you that it's not like getting it out of the way to go oh, get it out of the way yeah, before we get yeah. to the good stuff yeah i don't mean it like that but it's a necessary and not not uh, in a way predictable but yeah. also just yes it's necessary but we've done it we did it well yeah let's move on but hey we got the premiere and we got this episode in the first week i don't think that was an accident i think they probably saw yeah. this as like an episode that they didn't necessarily want to leave on its own in a week you know yeah. uh and yeah we're off and I going think, you know you know what that's a really good point yeah. especially after the 72 minute juggernaut yeah. it's oh, like well that's that's cool things off a little exactly with this it's like let's take it down a notch yeah. and also the animation on Salukamai uh, and, and the town in Salukamai beautiful I've Beautiful. never, I've, we've never really been to a, se- a, a town proper in, on Salukamai. Um, I, I have never even been there ever in real well, life. We should go. Um, it's, it's quite weird. We should. Yeah. We maybe that's our next stop. I'll see Beautiful. what I can do. Yeah. Caitlin Bush will end with you. Favorite moment in the episode? Have we gotten to it, or is it one we've already talked about? No, it's definitely what we've already talked about. I love uh, any moment in which Sue is kind of looking over at Hunter, and she's like, "You gotta chill, man." Like that. <laughs> that's not obviously what she's saying. Which is just like. She's a kid. You'll get it eventually. She believes in him. And I, I yeah. we all believe in him. I think Hunter's going to yeah. be a great pseudo dad, but it's going to take some time. Just kind of gives him that pat. And is yeah. Like, and she's like, it's okay, honey. You'll you'll be okay. You will learn. Anyway, with that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. I say points, really just one singular Ooh, point. One point of the interest. Point. Uh, one Adventures. point of interest. Well, there's there's so many in a galaxy this large, but you know. <laughs> Comics news from Marvel, Star Wars The High Republic, issue number five, will come out on May 12th. And as I already said, already out right now is the beginning of War of the Bounty Hunters. And the way mm. to find that is it's not part of any of the other titles. It's starting with its own singular issue. So if you want to get a jump on War of the Bounty Hunters, and already I, I was checking it out, it's so some interesting things about carbo freezing and Han Solo's little journey that happened along the way that, you know, that we didn't know about. That's its own issue. And then we'll then spread out into the other titles, but that is already available. And like I said, on May 12th, continue the journey with scare and all of the other high Republic heroes in issue number five. Now we're going to get down to business. That's right. It's business time. Going to throw things over to the captain, who is also our shopkeeper, for an update and yet another plug for our own merchandising. 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 There it is. There it is. Please, please, don't make a fuss. Where the real money from the podcast (laughs) is made because... That's just good business. Take it away, Cap. That's good business. Yeah, we're going to do a quick one. Just a, another reminder that the store is open. The Return of the Pod merchandise Wait. store. Yes. It's still open? It's still open for business. Hey, we're unbelievable. Open. I thought that yeah. was just a May the 4th thing. It's open all Brian, the time? It's open all the time. 24-7 wow. on the internet, the World oh. Wide Web. Have you heard of it? Oh, it's oh, fantastic. I, I, I anyway. serve. <laughs> Is that like AOL? Nets, Netscape, Prodigy, all that stuff. Now that's anyway, the one with email, right? That's the one with the electronic mail. That's correct. So anyway, uh, the store is open. If you go uh, to your browser and you type in your little, uh, you know, the, the address, it's returnofthepod.store. 
Returnofthepod.store. Yeah. And you can buy all kinds of stuff. And uh, we can see already that people are buying stuff and we're so appreciative. And we really, really want to thank yes. everybody who's bought some merch so far. And we want to tell Bought? you guys. <laughs> Wait, Bought? Did I say that again? Say no, that again. no, no, that's good. No, no. <laughs> this is my like, sales pitch. All you people that are buying all that stuff. No, um, it, it's a respectable amount. And you know what it's it going to do? It's going to help us to expand and do more stuff. It's going to help us make the show, which was uh, we're doing oh, on our own now. Wow. Yeah. You know, oh, which is crazy. I, I'm excited about this. It's very I, exciting. I, 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 we can't give out numbers, but I hear it's more than $10. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's more than dollars. I've made more than ten dollars. <laughs> anyway, but to all the folks at home who've uh, bought merch so far, we really want to see it. So when you when you, when it comes in the mail, when you guys get it, take some pictures of it, put your t shirts on, share it on social. We'll give you a retweet. We want to see it, uh, and we really appreciate it. So the store is open. Return of the pod dot shop. Thanks for coming. Business time. Return of the pod dot store. <laughs> store. <laughs> Return of the pod Why is dot this a store. Thing? <laughs> Return of the pod that, that, dot store. Yes. Return of the pod dot store. Okay. Store. Now, Incredible. Caitlin, you were saying that your shipment's coming. What have you bought from the store? What have I bought? I bought a couple of shirts. I might have bought a fanny pack. A oh, couple of shirts. A couple of shirts and a fanny pack. Eh? Yeah. Fantastic. And a sticker. Mm. Oh, a sticker. A sticker. We're going to stick that put it on my boy. laptop. Oh, <laughs> Matt Romano, I already know you bought a sweatshirt because you sent us a photo of a oh, mini yeah. boat sweatshirt. And I'm like, the in joke is now the sweatshirt. <laughs> the sweatshirt is the joke. A yes. very else? stupid joke that somehow <laughs> became an eternal bit. I, I just cannot believe that, that it has gone that far. Yeah. And yet. I absolutely can. What else did you buy, Matt Romano? Oh, I bought it all. I bought a cup. I bought a, a glass, you know, a Return of the Pod glass. I bought he a- bought it all. <laughs> a Return I of the Pod glass. I just say that. I yeah. bought, bought it all. Yeah. Yeah. If it's calling to you, just give in to the urge. It'll be good for the economy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's good. Just it's buy good all for the, the economy. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that is just good business. <laughs> Team building exercise 99. And now I'll turn it over to the Jedi Master for our next segment. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. The Word of the Week is Mouse Kitty. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. <laughs> I know, a, very, I know a listener that's going to love that. Yep. Mouse Kitty. Caitlin's mom, do you have anything to say about Mouse Kitty? I would like to see more of that character. Wouldn't we all? Oh, it's a whole Bush family affair on today's episode. And that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. Matt, I'm going to throw to you first. You had uh, requested an item in real talk. Go for it, Cap. Yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out uh, to friend of the pod, Harry Sultan, who is uh, our producer on the old show. So, Harry, hello. Uh, Harry has a friend named Josh who um, recently hooked us up with some handkerchiefs, some homemade handkerchiefs, some Star Wars handkerchiefs uh, that he uh, he made himself. And they're uh, amazing. Handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs. You know, I didn't think I was. uh... Wait, we're not doing that anymore. (laughs) We're past that segment. Handkerchiefs. Yeah, we're not doing it anymore. I'm sorry. That guy is is, is hard to put away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he is. Uh, but yeah, so I just want to give a shout out and thanks, Josh, for these uh, for these awesome handkerchiefs. I've never been a handkerchief guy, but I am now uh, because it's Star yeah. Wars. And hey, Star Wars, you know, that's everything. Um, hey, thanks, Josh. Yeah. And, so you- and let me tell you, Matt, you should always have a handkerchief on you because ladies like it. Yeah. Do they? Fantastic. Between, know, between you and me. The ladies it's a little like bit it. of that. It's a little bit of that old fashioned charm. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. To wipe away those tears uh, <laughs> from being with us. Yeah. Yeah. Th- let me tell you something about women. Absolutely. That's the thing. You're around a guy like us. You're going to be crying. Here's a handkerchief. Make it a little bit better. So anyway, Josh, uh, <laughs> I hope you uh, like this. Uh, this plug. I'm already. So anyway, if you want to check out Josh's handkerchiefs, uh, you can go to um, uh, Instagram. His handle is CJR underscore Hanks. CJR Hanks. Check it out. CJR Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> On Twitter, Judah is letting us know in I want to build the baby news, letting us know that Build-A-Bear, where we've known that you can build Grogu. Matt, this is an old question of yours. Yeah. But it's fine. Somebody remembered. <gasps> yes. And they're following up on it. You wanted to make a Grogu. I did. Um, a Yo- also known as a Yoda baby. Yep. With, in a fireman outfit. Yes. And whether or not that was possible, apparently- 
Judah is letting us know that it is possible. Should I do it? Should I just order one? You, Should you I order to. it for the I show? Need yeah, yeah. you to. No, yeah. no, you don't order it. You have to go to the store and physically do <laughs> yeah, it. I don't know if I want to do We're that right panini, now. We're at a panini, Brian. I don't care if you want to or not. We had long ago a deal where the three of us were going to yeah. go and it's build the true. baby That's together. True. That's true. And we are going to follow by gum. We are going to follow through on that deal. Eventually. And if you're going to put a Yoda baby in a fireman outfit, I'm going to be there to dang gum see it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to look into it. We're going to look at uh, any opening. Dates. We got to start. We got to, <laughs> we got to put up a doodle poll about dates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And I'll bring plenty of handkerchiefs. Don't worry. Another listener, Warren Anderson wants a captain's corner all about the many voices of D Bradley Baker. Yeah. We were talking before about how, how a lot of these people do voices for not just stars, but for yeah. everything. D Bradley Baker is a fine example of that. It, it does the voice of the platypus in, in what is it? Phineas, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I'll never get tired of you doing that. He's the platypus exactly yeah. exactly like that another show that i've never seen i regret to say <laughs> uh but um he he wants this to be a cabin's corner and asks that i personally myself don't stop it from happening <laughs> okay <laughs> all right um, all right all right here we go yeah. here we go it, no yep. it's funny so, what warren yeah. it's funny um first off uh, i mean that would be tremendous entertainment so yes. i wouldn't get in the way of that also I don't have the power to stop it from happening. If Matt wants to do it, he's just going to do it. That's not true. I don't know how much power you think I have. <laughs> As Matt's like in the corner, like with his hands bound, yeah. he's like, like blink not- twice if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners can see me blinking. Like that TikTok yeah. that keeps going on and added to and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's uh, no, I, I look, if he wants to do it, he's going to do it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to tell him what from what. Anyway, so, but I only already played the general Sindula card and that's a card you can really only play once anyway. Yeah, so that's, that's Matt, you people are, are throwing that out there. Is that a captain's corner you would consider? Absolutely. I mean, the many were, voices of D Bradley Baker, the many voices of D Bradley Baker. If people want it. People will get it. And then I'll tell you right now, you know what my favorite voice of uh, D Bradley Baker is who he's Do done. Tell. Wrecker. Do tell. No, he's done a frog lady and frog man. Oh, that's man right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. How can you go wrong? Our queen. Yeah. We're one day we're one day out of uh from Mother's Day and there was a lot of frog lady love. A lot on, of frog lady love from Mother's yesterday. Day. Yep. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm totally with you on that. Mm-hmm. Uh also to to end with this one this I found fascinating and I hadn't thought of this. Brew Corbin sent us a photo of Crosshair in his new armor. <laughs> Next to a photo of a death trooper. Yeah. And they looked remarkably similar. And they ask, is it safe to say the crosshair is the first death trooper or at least an alpha test of one? And I had not thought of this. And then I looked at them side by side and it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It does. It breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. I really like this one. That he's the first death trooper. And we know that there are conscripts, but then they're the really good ones that get all the computerized augmentation. They're more yeah. machine than man, the death troopers. Mm-hmm. But if Crosshair is some kind of thing in this, we see the birth of the death troopers. That Hell would be yeah. an itch. I never even considered the show showing us that. No, that's that's a really cool thing to see and, a, and to see the birth of. And the big, a great antagonist for the Bad Batch. Yes. You know, like it's, you know it's like Death Troopers versus the Bad Batch. Let, give me and that. And the emotion, a former brother. Oh, yeah. You know, the mm. more I'm looking at these photos and the more we're talking about it, you know what it makes me think? What's that? We need this. We need this. We need this. Oh, we love this. Oh, we're horny for this. We know this. We need this. Yes, we know. With that, we're going to dump this episode off to the first father figure we find. But join us next week where we'll continue coverage of the Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. And so much more. In the meantime, you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at Return of the Pod. You can also find us directly. Caitlin Bush can be found where? I can be found at at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the president's. Matt Romano, you can be found where? And you can find me on Twitter at at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them, take it sheevy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken many boats. The Force will be with you 
always be the spark.